a parent struggling to raise your children the right way in this crazy world, social media, bullying, and peer pressure are everywhere. Teaching Children Excellence is your weekly sidekick in your battle against average. Each week, ATA Leadership Coach Zach Hayden discusses how you can beat average and help your family strive for excellence. So let's get to it. Welcome to Teaching Children Excellence, episode number 31. I hope you've had a fantastic week uh, or weekend, if you're listening to this uh, the day it comes out on Monday. I want to wrap up our three-part series on my story today. If you haven't been listening, the last uh, two episodes have been focused around um, different life skills that I wanted to discuss in relationship to um, an event that's going to be taking place in just a couple of months, or excuse me, a couple of weeks for me. I have spent the last 20 plus years training in Songam Taekwondo and am getting ready to go through the mastership ceremony. This is the, the culmination of a lot of hard work and time and effort put in. And this ceremony is uh, where they bestow upon us the, the title of Master Instructor. Um, but during the ceremony, it goes through nine different mastership skills that we talk about, or different life skills, um, kind of above and beyond the regular things that we do in our martial arts training. And so it starts with vision and respect and knowledge, then loyalty and gratitude and honor, and then humility, nobility, and mastership. So today I want to kind of wrap up I've been doing three of these life skills each of the last couple of episodes, and just as a, as a, I don't know, as a catalog of my thoughts as I get ready for this process, and for you to get to see what um, the the impact of spending such a large amount of time, um, years dedicated to a specific. Um, journey, a specific cause, and one specifically that talks about personal improvement, um, what that looks like, um, you know, and and what we should be trying to encourage our children to take part in. Obviously, they don't have to take part in, you know, a specific, you know, 20-year journey of mastership in, in martial arts. That might be something that you want to consider, but the idea here is that we look at these life skills, these um, attributes that we're going to talk about, and think about your family, your personal life, and then your family's life, and are they taking the time to really learn what these mean? Um, Are you talking about these character traits? And if you're talking about them, are you then identifying people in your life for your family to model for your children and for you yourself to model uh, so that they are learning these things. That's that's kind of what I want you to get out of this. Um, Like I said, in addition, it's cataloging my story a little bit and and my thoughts at the time about this. So the first um, character skill or the first uh, life skill that we're going to cover today is humility. Um, You know, humility is that that person, you know, that is super talented, amazing, and yet doesn't 
it doesn't have to um, show off about it. It's a skill that is really important in leadership. Someone who's humble. Um, I, I think probably one of the most humble um, people I know is my brother. Um, he's a, you know, I think he missed one question on the SAT, so he had almost a perfect 1600. Um, he knows so much stuff, is so smart, has an amazing talent to write, um, and still is just like this humble, humble guy. Um, and, and he learned that, you know, through my, my parents who are humble people and my grandparents. Um, but we, we see this humility, I think, in, in people who are amazing individuals and don't have to show it all the time. If you listen to the last episode, I recorded it on the road coming back from a, a, a trip where I got to spend time with, uh, um, one of the grandmasters in our martial arts um, organization, and this is a, a gentleman who is um, very um, humble as well. You know, Grandmaster Sun Ho Lee. You know, with all he did and all his ability, you know, he was the the second in command in the organization for years and years while his brother was in charge, and he was the, you know, didn't have to tell everybody how awesome he was or anything like that. Um, I, I, humility is a leadership trait that I find um, is probably one of the most important in being a really effective leader. You know, I, I'm very uh, drawn to leaders who are humble, who are not going to show, um, you know, all their bravado and cockiness and stuff that that is a, a huge turnoff to me humility is one of those things that i think sometimes i struggle with myself i don't know there are a lot of people who would say that i might not they, they wouldn't necessarily see that from me that i i struggle with humility um but in, in some ways in my life it's it's something i do really struggle with um and i need to continue to work on i I remember being told that our organization, we started with uh, everybody wearing just white uniforms. And the reason why we had white uniforms was because the, our, our kicking, our technical skills should show our how good we are, not all this stuff on our uniforms. Um, and I think there's, there's a good lesson in there for us to uh, remember about being a, a humble individual. So I, I think that's something we need to, uh, you know, instill in our children. The next to last life skill is nobility. I, and I don't know, I struggle with this one a little bit. In our, in you know, in the knights, the day of the knights and kings and queens and all this stuff, they would dub a, a knight um, as a noble individual. Um, in a lot of societies, you have the, the nobility class, which is something that they really achieved more because of their birthright than something actually that they did. I think it's a, a good thing to look towards more like the, the idea of the Knights of the Round Table, these individuals that were elevated to this knighthood, not because of birthright or anything like that, but because of that their 
character was above reproach. That's kind of what I think about when you think of someone who is noble, of nobility. Um, you know, they've taken this next level up in their, that their life matches in some areas, you know, that they're, they're, they're set apart in some way. Um, you know, and I think that's, that's hard. Uh, that's, that's something that's really a, a hard thing to, to grasp, I think. Um, and probably something that needs to be worked on that we need to, instead of always trying to be part of the group, part of the group, you know, make sure that we're, we're with the in crowd and we're keeping up with the Joneses and stuff. Uh, but that there's this sense of nobility that that we are set apart in some way and that we can keep ourselves, um, you know, above, above reproach in our actions and our deeds. I don't know, you know, who I would, I, I'm not sure who I think of when, when you give me the word nobility. Um, I think some of it has to go with a title, with a, with a, like a, like the president, okay. You, I mean, we have. Uh, I think we've had presidents that were noble people and presidents that were not noble people. But I think maybe some of it has to go to the or has to do with whether they are matching the title that they were given. So in my case, you know, being being dubbed a a master, will I uphold that standard? Will I be able to be the the level that is expected of of someone who is a master. I think that's maybe where we where what I think of about when I think of nobility being set apart and and upholding this this um, legacy that is given through um, a, a a certain title. I don't know. That's a little. That one's a little tough. Um, there are there are individuals. Especially in my in my martial arts organization that I see that I would I would say are very good at keeping that that level of character that matches the title that they were given, and in that way I would say they were very noble individuals. Nobility also makes me think a little bit about um, selflessness. Um, the noble thing to do is is often the thing that you would do for someone else that's above um, yourself. So maybe another part of that nobility is uh, being selfless, making sure that you're giving of yourself. The final step in the mastership process and the final life skill is this idea of mastership. I don't think I'll ever be... uh, complete in the journey of mastership, whether that be mastership of myself, um, specific martial arts techniques, or, um, you know, whatever relationships, whatever it might be. But the idea of mastership to me is very much you've picked something that you're going to get really good at, and you're going to be continuing to improve at, and striving for, and mastering 
that's something that I think is hugely missing in our culture today. There are few people who want to master something, want to get so good at it, and want to spend the time getting good at it. There's a lot to be said for becoming a, a master at something. And I think, you know, there are tons of individuals who have, but it's not something we seem to be teaching students these days, kids these days, um, that there is there is something worthwhile in mastering a skill. You know, I say, uh, I, I often say, you're the uh, jack of all trades, but a master of none. Um, you know, you're a little good at a lot of things, but not really good at any one thing. And there are some great skills that are learned in this idea of mastery. I look at uh, someone like uh, Chief Master Mitten um, in uh, Terre Haute, Indiana, who is a a master for sure at uh, these joint lock skills and these um, hapkido techniques. He's amazing. It, it, it's just baffling to see how good he is at it. There, you know, are are people who are masters at certain individual techniques. Certain people who are masters at at raising children. There are these different mastership levels. I think what's important is that we spend some time making sure that we are in some area of our life mastering something. We're aiming to get better and better and better at something. Making sure that we're improving beyond, you know, what normal people might improve. We've gone above and beyond to learn even more and continue to try to learn even more. I think that's uh, that's mastery. Those are the the nine life skills, the nine attributes that are part of the mastership ceremony. I think it's important to go through these in your own life. I think what could be useful for you is to identify a person or people that are representative of each of these and look at them as, as models, as people you can follow and you can try to emulate in your life. We need to spend more time discussing these kinds of character skills, these character traits, um, you know, and contemplating what they mean and should they be things that we're working on and how are we working on them and improving them. So that that wraps up this series. Um, I'll be getting ready to uh, go through that mastership ceremony myself in just a couple of weeks. Um, and I, I hope to look back at these last three episodes and see what I thought of these at that time and see if my, my views change on them in the future as I continue to uh, strive for excellence like I, I hope you do.